Praise God. Well, take your Bibles out, and uh, we're going to look at some scriptures this morning. Praise God. It's, it's good to know that you're saved and that you are in the body of Christ. It's good to know that you're protected, that God is protecting you. Amen. It's good to know that um, you don't have to be concerned about where you're going after you leave this world. And we've already secured where we're going. We know. Amen. If you're here this morning and you don't know where you're going because you're going somewhere. Amen. You might not think you are, but you're going somewhere. And if you don't know where you're going when you leave this world, then you don't have to leave the same way you came. You can be sure of your salvation. You can be sure that, uh, that God has a place for you. Jesus, when he left, left, he said to his disciples, he says, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am there you may be also. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm not, I'm not waiting to live an eternal life. I'm already living an eternal life right now. I'm just going to transfer residence. Glory to God. Amen. That's all that's going to happen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, this morning, I want to share with you on the subject entitled, The Come Through God. Hello, this is Pastor Tom Pickens of Antelope Valley Christian Center, and you are listening to The Word of Victory. Turn to someone and say, God always comes through. Now, I want you to say it like you mean it. I want you to say, Lord, thank you. You are my come through God. And what does that mean? It means that God will come through for you in every situation. I don't care what the situation consists of. God will come through for you. And we live in a time when, when people need to see God coming through. Amen. And they, and they need to have confidence in the fact that God will come through for them. Whatever predicament you find yourself in, you need to understand that you don't have to turn to the elements of the world. You don't have to go back to doing what you used to do. And I, I, I know how I can get some money. I know how I can get over it. No, you don't have to result back to the lifestyle that God has redeemed you out of. Amen. You can continue to trust God and to love God and to do what the Bible says and God will come through for you. And the thing about it is that somebody has said, you know, well, God is never late. I used to hear that when I was a young man. The, the older folks in the church, which I'm one of now, <laughs> the older folks in the church, would all, they would always say, well, 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 son, God will come through, you know. And half of the time, we didn't know what they were talking about. We said, well, you know, people don't, they don't know. But they knew exactly what they were talking about. God will come through for you. And that's something that we have to really uh, we have to develop that within ourselves, within our spirit. We, we have to understand that God wants to come through for us. God will come through for us. God is waiting to come through for us. God is waiting on us to, uh, to trust him to come through, amen, for us. And uh, so today, there is a need for people to understand that God wants to bring them through situations and not get them stuck in situations. God is not getting, putting you into situations and letting you get stuck there. You know, God is allowing, yes, God allows us to go through challenges, to go through trials, and to go through uh, some, some worldly suffering. You understand what I mean? Uh, because we are still in this world. God says, I have, not, I have not taken you out of the world altogether. He says, but, but I, I am the, the God that will bring you through situations. You know, he, he says that you're not of the world, but you're still in the world. 
And because we're still in this world, we're going to be confronted with different situations and circumstances uh, that we're going to need to see God as a come through God. I really believe that God will come through in every situation that I'm confronted with in life that I need to see God come through. And how about you? And that's something that you have to stand on. You have to believe the word. You have to quote the scriptures. You understand what I mean? Not just quoting the scriptures just to be quoting scriptures, but you're declaring what the word of God says. You're making a declaration of your faith. You see, whenever you speak the word of God over a situation in your life, you're actually declaring God's word over the words of the enemy. You see, I don't care what, you look, what the situation looks like. I don't, I don't care what the, it looks like with your children. I don't care what it looks like with your finances. And God really doesn't care what it looks like either because God knows that he is the solution to every problem. God, see, the solution was here before the problem ever presented itself. God is the solution. God is the one that will come into a situation and he will bring order in the situation. The devil comes in to bring chaos and confusion and division. But God comes in to bring order, to bring uh, a provision and to bring peace and to bring calmness to your situation, tranquility to your situation. God doesn't want you to be walking through the, the world and, and this world living a life of defeat and, and all confused and, and you, 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 your family is all messed up and you don't know what's up from down and in from out or on from off. God wants you to be sure of what you're doing in life. Amen? That's the kind of God that we serve. Now, if we serve that God and if we serve him wholeheartedly, if we serve him with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, if we put God first and foremost in all of our goings and in all of our comings, then we can stand for sure on the, on the solid foundation of the word of God and know that God will come through for us when we find ourselves in situations that we don't want to be in, situations that it seems like there's just absolutely no way out. When you find yourself in a situation like that, you've got to ask yourself the question, what do I believe and whom do I believe in? And when you, if you can answer the question that, yes, it is the word of God. I believe God's word. I believe in the God of I am, the God that will come through for me. And when you begin to read the Bible and you see how that there are reference points that we can go back to. See, the Bible says that God does not change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Turn to someone and say, God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. See, so when we go back in, in history, biblical history, and when we can see how God operated back there with those people because of the fact that they trusted God, we look at Abraham, how Abraham trusted God, and we see how God blessed Abraham. Did Abraham go through any challenging circumstances? Yes, he most certainly did. He absolutely did. Man, you know, I mean, Abraham was in a situation. He didn't, and it's like, God, I don't know how you're going to get me out of this, but, you know, I got a, I got a fine wife here. I mean, she's fine as can be. You know, and, 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 and they, were, they were caravanning when they, when they, when they got to, uh, to, to, to Egypt, you know. I mean, here the king looked at, at Abraham's wife, and Abraham said, she's my sister. You know, he said, she, she's my sister. Why? Because he figured that the king, you know, would, would, would kill him and take his wife. So he, that was, a, that was a, he, you needed to see God come through in that situation, you know, and God did come through. And the upshot of the story is that the king discovered because things weren't going right with the king because he had a man of God in the house. Amen. 
and, and God will protect the man of God. God. Although Abraham had told a lie, Abraham trusted God and believed God, and God got him out of the situation. How many of you have found yourselves in situations where you've said something or done something that wasn't just right in line with the word of God, but thank God for his mercy. That God had mercy on you. And God got you out of the situation in spite of what you said, in spite of what you did. Because see, what God looks at is your heart. God looks at your heart and God knows a pure heart when he sees one. God is not looking so much at the external because he realizes that we all are going to mess up from time to time. We live in a world that's messed up. This is a messed up world. The Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. But one day, God's coming back, praise God. He's going to set things in order. This is, uh, we, we, we live at a time where we have to depend on God and we have to trust God regardless of what's happening around us in the world. And Abraham had to learn that God was a God that would come through for him. God came through for Abraham. God came through for Moses. God came through for Joseph. Look at Joseph's life, man, man thrown in a pit by his brothers. You know, so where is God? You know, what about this dream that I just had? You know, what if I saw my brothers bowing before me. Now here I am. They, they throw me in a pit. God said, that's all right. I'm the God that will come through for you, Joseph. And God got him out of the pit, brought him into Egypt and actually set him up to take care of his father. That will later on, his brothers would, would go out looking for, for food because of the famine in the land. And when they found out that there was food and bread in Egypt, grain in Egypt, they came to Egypt. And guess who they were confronted with? They were confronted with Joseph. Don't tell me that God will not come through for you. God said you are go they are going to bow down before you. And every last one of them had to bow down before Joseph, who was the governor now of Egypt, second in command next to the king of Egypt. Come on, God is a God of come through this morning. God will raise you up and put you in a place where everybody didn't think that you could do nothing, that you weren't anybody. But God had you over back here in the corner. And God says, that's all right. He will take the things of the world to confound the wise. That's what he said in his word. And he'll raise you up above everybody. And here you will be the supervisor of the department. Why? Because you did your business. You paid your tithes or you trusted God and, and you went to church and, and you read your Bible and, and you stood on the word of God and you love your husband. Even when he was acting a fool, you still fixed his breakfast. Come on. Even, even, when, even when he would talk to you and put you down, you still said, honey, I love you. But, but one ear, somebody says, and that one ear says, you're a fool. I wouldn't tell him I love him. I tell him to get out of my face. That's all right. The Bible says that those that are unsaved, the husbands that are unsaved or the wives that are unsaved, because the other spouse that is saved lives a godly life before them, how do you know that you might not be the one that will cause him to receive Jesus? Amen. And so we have to understand that God will come through for us. We have to stand on the word of God regardless as to what anybody else has said. Because what someone else says has no precedent on my belief. Has nothing to do with what I'm believing. Has nothing to do with what, whom I am and whose I belong to. I belong to God. I serve God. Amen. Now, I'm not perfect, and God knows that. That's why God has given me, praise God, the name that is above every name. That I can say, Father, Father, I can approach him as Father. How many of you know that he's Father? 
We're going to discover this morning that not only is the father to us, but there's a lot of other things that God is to us that we have not even considered. Praise God. Turn in your Bibles to the book of Psalms 103. Psalms 103. And I want to talk to you this morning and uh, preach to you a little bit if the Lord leads me to. Amen. On the subject, the God, the come through God. And in Psalms 103, hallelujah, the Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Doesn't that do something to you when you just quote that verse, that part, bless the Lord, O my soul. You realize that that is a command to the soul to bless the Lord. You know that sometimes your soul doesn't want to bless the Lord. Now your spirit wants to, but your soul, your emotions, you don't feel like it. You know, and so you have to command the soul. Soul, bless the Lord. I tell you what you're going to do this morning. Soul, in this service, you're going to do what? Bless the Come on, somebody say, bless the Lord. Come on, say soul. That means all your emotions. That means all your feelings. That means everything that is within you. You're going to do what? Come on, say it with me. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Now, when you understand that your soul is to bless the Lord, he says, bless the Lord. Your soul was created to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Amen. When you understand that you are standing before the throne of God, when you say that in the spirit realm, bless the Lord. God says that he delights in the praises. He delights in the blessings of his people. Bless the Lord, and I recognize him as God. I recognize him as Father. And I, this is the Father God. This is my God. This is my come through God. Why do I bless the Lord? I'm blessing him before he even comes through. Praise God. Why? Because I know that he loves me. I know that he's my Father. I know that there is no situation that I can uh, uh, be in that my Father God will not come through. So I'm going to, what am I going to do in the midst of the situation? Come on, y'all. Talk to me this morning. I'm going to preach to this side over here. Y'all look like y'all want to praise God. And if you don't praise God loud enough, I'm going to go over here and see if they look like they want to praise God. I, that, now, that's the way God wants us to sound before he even moves in our lives. That way the children of Israel sounded, God moved in their lives, and every time, he said, when you walk around the city on the seventh day, walk around the walls of Jericho seven times, and he said, and do what? Speak in a quiet tone. No, he said to shout, shout, hallelujah. And, and let, let me tell you something, the word shout in any language, in any language, it means, it doesn't mean low, soft, or quiet. It means loud glory to God. Shout unto Lord, to the Lord with a voice of triumph. So he says, bless the Lord. You ought to get up every morning. Every morning, glory to God. You can set your day with what comes out of your mouth when you first get up in the morning. You can determine how your day is going to end when you get up in the morning. He said, bless the Lord. I get a blessing the Lord. Glory to God. Oh, my soul. Why am I blessing him? Because of what he's going to do for me and for what he's already done for me. 
Come on, somebody. Hey, hey, start thinking of what God has brought you through already. Hey, God has brought us all through some things. You look back and you can look at situations where you didn't know how you were going to get out of them, how you were going to get through them, how you were going to get over them. But you're in the midst of all of it. I know I have in the midst of it. I said, oh, God, you're still, you're still Father God. I love you, Lord, and I bless you. Oh, but I don't know how, the, oh, God, all of my body is racked with pain, but that's all right. What am I doing? Blessing the Lord. What am I doing? I got my eyes on Jesus. You're my Father God. I know you're going to come through for me, but, but there's pain in my body, and, and the doctors can't do anything else about it. They've done all that they can. And, and, and they give you all the tests and all the different treatments and you've got pain racked up in your body and all down your leg. Your leg feels like electricity and then one day, the next day it feels like hot ice is running down your side. The next day it feels like somebody's sticking a, a hot iron in your back. But what are you doing? What's coming out of your mouth? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. And all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Oh, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Come on now, let's keep reading because we're going to see why he says to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and everything and all that is within me. He says bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. Verse 2. Oh, my soul and forget not all his benefits. Woo, glory to God. He's a God of benefits. He's not in your life to take anything away from you. He's in your life to put something in your life. He has come to benefit you. He is a benefit, not a takeaway, but a giver. Amen. He says, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies, glory to God, who satisfies your mouth with good things to come, so that your, you, your youth, your youth, woo, glory to God, so that your youth, listen to this, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Woo! Woo! Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm going to start blessing the Lord right now. He said, he said, so that your youth. He didn't say so that your old age. He's talking about your youth is renewed like the eagle. You want your youth to be renewed like the ego? You want God to come through, God to come through for you in every situation, in your healing, in your youth, in, in, in the forgiving you of your iniquities or of your sins? That's what he said. The Word of Victory has been brought to you by Antelope Valley Christian Center, which is pastored by Dr. Tom Pickens. Our morning worship services are held on Sundays at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. with weekly services for children, teens, young adults, seniors, and men held throughout each week. We are located at 304 West Lancaster Boulevard in Lancaster. 
For more information about Antelope Valley Christian Center, call 661-949-7200 or visit us on the web at abccusa.org and on Facebook.